Welcome to Smart Cleaning School. Are you ready to reshape your mindset and grow your cleaning business? Step into today's class with your guide, Ken Carfagno, so you can win for your family. Welcome back to the Smart Cleaning School podcast, helping visionaries make the impact they were meant to make. About a month ago, I did a double interview with Kelly Jones. Well, it was a single interview, but the content was so good, I gave it two episodes with two different names. Kelly is out of Delaware, and her cleaning company, The Cleaning Gal, runs all throughout the state. She mentioned on her podcast a close friend of hers that she has been running with for the last couple of years, Danae Wolf. Now, Danae Wolf is kind of a superstar in the cleaning industry right now. Kelly introduced her to other cleaners because Kelly had first found her through you know local business networking and through some of the accolades. You can go back and listen to how they met. But Kelly ended up hiring her, Janae's a CPA, and hired her to, to run her books and be her personal CFO for her company. And she was so impressed with Danae's work, she started introducing her to the cleaning world. And boy, did Danae take advantage of that. She started broadcasting on Facebook Live every day through the pandemic, teaching us how to figure out all these different loans and gave so many cleaners confidence and other cleaners are hiring her left and right to be their CFO. Danae is crushing it. And here's what is so cool. You'll see this on the introduction to this clip that I have in here is that Danae is a CPA, a bean counter, a nerd, but she has a personality and she's easy to talk to. And you can ask her regular questions and she will actually answer you in regular language. I'm sorry, accountants, there's many of you out there that you're unrelatable to the entrepreneur. This person, Danae Wolf, is very relatable and she tells outstanding stories. So I've brought Danae Wolf on to the Smart Cleaning Tribe, which is the group membership that I run for cleaning company owners, commercial and residential in the 100,000 to $1 million revenue range. I have one over a million. I have a couple that are solo cleaners that are making the leap now, but essentially in that six-figure range on upward to seven figures. And so I have expert callers every every month, and Danae is the first one to ever come back a second and third time because she's just so helpful, and it's that important to me to make sure that the people in the Smart Cleaning Tribe that I run know their numbers. So just the introduction to the clip is what I want to show here. It's about an 18-minute clip that was really cool. She shares the win model, which I thought was awesome. So this episode is called How to Win with Money with Danae Wolf. Here you go. All right, let's begin. Welcome, Smart Cleaning Tribe, to the May 2021 expert call. So we have our first, oh, let's, let's, let's do our, there's our photo bomb. Hello. <laughs> we, yeah, you don't miss her. We, we did not miss her. And so this is our very first ever repeat guest as a tribe expert. And not only is Danae Wolf a repeat guest, but she's a three-peat guest, which means that we, maybe it's just me, but we've really highly value how important numbers are in our businesses. And we also really love Danae. Like she is, Danae, you, I've, we've met, we've all met a lot of accountants 
and bean counters. You are not the personality of a of an accountant. You're like you're a normal person <laughs> with a <laughs> with a really fun personality that has the brain of that has an accountant's mind, and that's what you do. So it's it it makes you so easy to connect with, and you explain things in our language, which makes you so valuable to not just our industry, but to all the ones you're serving. So thank you thank for you. coming here again. Thank you. Of course. Thanks for having me. All right. Well, I've got a list of questions. Yep. We'll have people coming in and hopefully not out, but there's there's one person that's in a dentist chair right now. So oh they could gosh. they couldn't make this call. <laughs> and others will be coming. And so this is recorded. So those that did not make this call, no problem. It's evergreen in the recording section. All right, Danae, you ready? Yes. Yes. So I think this would be a fun place to start. It's one of the questions. And admittedly, you said it's your favorite. So I'm just going to start with this. Instead of digging into all the accounting reports and those things that are important, I shared a simple story with you that I do things differently. I'm a solo cleaner, but I've always known my numbers. I know my numbers really well. Now, granted, I'm a former mechanical engineer, so I'm good at math. So I don't have the, I'm not good at math excuse, but I, I love numbers and I have always connected everything financially to physically, to emotionally in my business. And that helps me make so many decisions. And I've been able to optimize two different companies, sold my first one, and we do very well for, for how we build our business. And I, I really believe that, that that's anchored well, on a strong faith, but also on just knowing what the heck I'm trying to do based on numbers. Mm -hmm. So just, you were starting to share a few things. I had to stop you before the record button. So, so roll, this is, this is your, your soapbox today. Start us off. So here is really what happened. And I mean, I'm guilty of it too, but all of us really start our businesses and the reality is we're starting our business because we want to make money. And a lot of times there is kind of this rabbit hole we go down because it is a very common sort of mantra in the entrepreneurial space that if you're in it for the money, you're in it for the wrong reason. And a lot of gurus are sort of preaching this and it almost causes this idea that money is a dirty word. So instead, when someone tells you why, you know, asks you, why did you start your business? We get a lot of, well, I'm passionate about this. I'm passionate about that. But we all actually started our business to make money. Now, the type of business that you started that is what's based on your passion, right? Because you need to be doing something that you feel driven toward and ambitious about. And that's where the passion comes into play. It's just the type of business that you chose. But at the end of the day, the real reason you started any type of a business was to make money. And because it's just, and it's not even just in the entrepreneurial space, it really is society. It's this idea that Anything you're doing for money is wrong. Money is a dirty word. Money doesn't matter. But at the end of the day, money makes the world go round. So it's really unfortunate that that's the message. And it's very faux pas to talk about money. And it's in bad taste to talk about money. But we have to really be able to normalize the discussion of money and admit the fact that we started our business to make money. Maybe if you're a caterer, you know, and you say, I, I started my business because I love to cook. No, 
that you chose a catering business because you love to cook, but you started a business in general because you wanted to make money. So now you're in your business and we make the mistake of wearing 2 million hats, which usually happens at a necessity, right? When we start, we don't have the money to sort of get help. So we're wearing all these different hats and we get so lost in the day-to-day. I think we all know just how crazy it can be as entrepreneurs, but we get so lost in the day-to-day tasks of running our business. This compounded with money is a dirty word. I shouldn't be in it for the money. I need to just follow my passion. It really forces us to put the money on the back burner. I mean, I have people who tell me, I have no idea how much money I'm making. I don't open up my bank statements when they come. I swipe my debit card and just kind of pray that it doesn't get, <laughs> that it doesn't get declined. I run payroll and hope that it doesn't bounce. And these are just all things that they're telling me, well, somebody called out today. I had to put together an email marketing campaign. I had to be on social. They have a whole list of things to do. And when you ask an entrepreneur about their business, a lot of them get very fired up in regards to their systems. I think one thing the entrepreneurial community has done a really great job at is preaching the idea of having, you know, a system in in place, whether that's for how you hire someone or how you market your services or whatever it is. And people get lit up about the different systems they have in place. But when you ask them, well, what's your system for money management, it's crickets. And it's just not something that is really sort of emphasized. And again, it comes back to, well, it's faux pas, right? Nobody wants to talk about that. We're all supposed to pretend that we started our cleaning companies because we really want to help moms have a clean and happy home. No, you started your cleaning company because you wanted to make money. And when you were trying to decide, how am I going to make that money? Cleaning is what spoke to you. So I think just really normalizing the fact, the actual fact that money makes the world go round. And if you are this rare unicorn who doesn't care about money and you're just here to bring good to the world, then run a nonprofit. But if you're running a for-profit business, you are going to go out of business if you're not really concerned with the numbers. You have to pay attention to what is financially happening. I mean, I tell people all the time, if you don't know what's going on in your bank account, you don't know what's going on in your business. It's amazing how many times I ask people, how much does it cost to run your business per month? How much does it cost to run your personal life per month, right? And then we go through the exercises of getting the actuals and what they said never ever matches the actuals. They're completely different because we're just really out of touch with that side of not just our business, but our life. And I really want to make sure that you guys build businesses that can support the life you desire. And a lot of times they're not aligned. So as an example, somebody will tell me, well, I want to make X amount of dollars to support my life. And I want to work X amount of hours, right? This is my dream scenario. Then we look at the business model and I'm like, well, that's never going to happen because you're not building a business that can produce that life. They're not aligned. So really diving in and figuring out how much money do you need to make, right? So how much money do you want to make? What type of impact do you want to have on the world? And how much money do you need to make? So I call it my win method. I'm looking at those three things. So want is sort of your 
dream life, right? Where do you want to get? Impact, what type of impact do you want to have in the world? So we're talking charity. Whether this is, because a lot of people think, wait, I'm not in a situation to sort of give charity with money. It could be time, right? But I want to make sure we have a focus on what is the impact you want to have in the world. And then what's the money you need? So this is different from our want. This is your current place in life, your current set of bills. How much money do you need to support your life? How much money do you need to have the impact you want to have? And how much money do you want for that dream life? And just really honing down on that, figuring it all out personally, what you want to do, and then sort of reverse engineering into what does that mean for my business? What does my business have to do to give me everything I just outlined in my personal life? Because if you don't have those things aligned, you're going to feel like you're spinning on a hamster wheel and getting nowhere. Woo! (laughs) That was an epic opening rant. (laughs) So I run a podcast. I might just take that and put it over here. And that that acronym, that win, I've never heard that before. That was brilliant. I want to trademark it. And my husband's like, I don't know how to do that. I'm like, I got to figure it out. But it's probably already trademarked. But yeah. So so win, how much money you want, the kind of impact you want to have on the world, and the money that you need. That's like this, you know, just to fulfill the, the personal expenses and the business expenses, what you need. The impact. So it kind of goes in reverse order. You made it fit, but it's it's it really like NIW would be the order of that. Yeah, like you start yeah. It, it's inside out. But yeah. wow, okay, that was a very compelling case to really connect with the hearts of of cleaners that hear this. I just I think this would be a fun a fun segment. Do you have any examples of cleaning company owners or outside and you know pre what does say pre Danae pre knowing their numbers? to knowing the numbers and the changes that they made in their in their hearts and their and their pocketbooks like what did it do yeah. for them I want to get into some of my testimonials cuz I don't want to butcher yeah. their actual numbers so I'll see if I can find them but yeah. um what I have is individuals and I want to see if I can find them to list out actually some real numbers okay So what I find is, first of all, right, if you know your numbers, you can grow your numbers, right? So if we are able to pay attention to these things, because, you know, what you focus on, you create more of, which we see in just, if you are super focused on negative things, you're going to create more of those. If you're super focused on positive things, you're going to create more of those. So if you're super focused on your money, you're going to create more of it. So If you are intentional with these things, right? We want to make sure that we're really intentional. And a lot of times, if you just sort of can go in and take stock of everything that you have, it's a game changer. And a lot of times I I use this metaphor of talking about closets, because I think a lot of us can relate. You kind of go in and you organize your closet for different seasons, right? How many times have you sort of gone into your closet and you're doing your spring cleaning, you're getting in the next set of wardrobe and you're like, I didn't know I had this. I didn't know I had that. Oh, wait a minute. Where's this? Oh, I lent it to so-and-so. They didn't return it. So just that, that exercise of organizing, whether it's your closet or your pantry, but once you start taking stock of what you have, you can make better decisions, right? Like I know when I organize my pantry at home, I'm like, 
I didn't know I had that. Now I know that I can make this recipe tonight because I didn't even realize I had this food item in the pantry. It's the same thing with money, right? Once you get in there and you start organizing things, knowledge is power. You start realizing what you have. I have never gone through an organization process of a business's financials and not found money. So what do I mean by find money? Someone goes, wait a minute. I canceled that six months ago. Wait a minute. That was a fraudulent charge. They see this information once I lay out their finances for them that wasn't supposed to be there. wrongful charges that they didn't even realize they were leaving money on the table because they didn't know that these things were coming out of their bank account. Because again, we push that side of our business away, right? We don't want to look at the bank statements. We don't want to look at the numbers. And when we look at them and organize them, it can tell us so much. So one of the first things you'll find is unnecessary expenses, right? So getting in there, outlining the expenses. Why do I have four different softwares that do the same thing when I can condense down to one, right? That, that doesn't make sense. But if we lay it all out and take stock of what's going on, we're able to make smarter decisions. So I had a client who was coming to me and I wanted to make sure, okay, I have the exact numbers now. So when he first came to me, he was losing $5,000 a month. And I was like, oh, I have no idea why you're losing the money. You don't know why you're losing the money, but I'm confident that when I get in there and I see what's going on, I can tell you exactly why you're losing the money. So got in there, got everything organized, was able to take stock of what's going on. And it took, okay, it took him six months. So he came to me losing 5,000 a month. Within six months, he was making a profit. Now profit is what's left over after we've paid for everything for the business. So profit is your pay as the owner. He was doing profiting $24,000 a month after six months. He is a cleaning company in Seattle. He is definitely one of my most impressive success stories. He runs NW Maids. To this day, he, I mean, he's been with me for a long time now, but he will go anywhere between a $17,000 a month to $25,000 a month in profit. He has completely transformed his company. He is a digital nomad. Right now he is in Thailand. Um, He was in like where Bali for like six months, he travels all over. His company is being run very efficiently um, and he's able to just live that digital nomad lifestyle. And he's really got the business on autopilot. And when I said to him, how the heck are you doing all this? And he's like, I just did exactly what you told me based on what the numbers showed. Mm -hmm. I remember one of the first things I saw with him was he was overspending on payroll, which a lot of times that's a sort of throwing money at a problem, right? So if we're having an issue in our business, we tend to think we can spend our way out of it, right? So we'll see a lot of unnecessary spending because we're just throwing money out of it. Well, if I hire this person, well, if I buy this tool, well, if I take this course, well, all these different things that we're just kind of throwing money at the problem. So he was definitely overspending on his payroll. That was a huge problem. And then he wasn't spending enough in the advertising. So I also step into situations where somebody has an actually like very efficiently run business. We've got all of our percentages where we want them to be, but there's no spending when it comes to marketing. Well, if you have an amazing business, but nobody knows about it, 
you really don't have that great of a model. You have to be able to spread the word. So when you actually organize your numbers and you see where is my money coming from and where is my money going, it just enlightens you to make the right decisions. A lot of times people will tell me the the bulk of my business is commercial cleanings, right? Okay, well, when I get in there and see, hey, your commercial cleanings are making up a big part of your revenue, but they're not as profitable because you're paying cleaners in higher percentage or whatever the case may be, why are we putting our marketing power behind the service that is not as profitable, right? So if your residential cleaning is more profitable, your marketing should be pushing that. And it's just those little things that people don't realize that you can completely change your business just by understanding that data, right? The more data we have, the better decisions that we can make. And then I had Kelly. Kelly came to me. This is Kelly um, Jones. Yeah. 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 She came to me and I'll never forget. We went to lunch the first time we went to Panera and she just kind of like threw everything on the table. She had all her binders and all her checklists and everything. And we're looking through all the different things. And we started totally auditing her expenses. And she was definitely one where I was like, okay, well, you're paying for this, but this that you're paying for over here can do what this one does. Why are we paying for this? You have this VA doing X, Y, and Z, but I know that we can use this software and eliminate this position altogether. And we went through and just started cleaning up everything. And what was fascinating with Kelly, we didn't actually increase her revenue and her profit margin doubled just because we went in there and cleaned it all up, right? We made things much more efficient because nobody had taken the time to sort of look at all of the data, right? And tell her, okay, well, you're doing X, Y, and Z, but this is what it looks like on the number. So just because you're booking more of this doesn't mean that it makes more sense. And if we're already paying for this software and we can eliminate this one or eliminate an entire position, we did so many automations in Kelly's company. She is actually so good. She's she's going to be launching something on it because her systems in the back end are really great. But we were literally able to double her profits, but not increase the revenue, which is the best case scenario because now you're not doing more work. <laughs> you're doing less work and making more money. So it's all, again, it just comes from getting in there and understanding what this information is telling you. Wow, that was a 18-minute masterclass with Danae Wolf on how to win with money. The examples at the end were so helpful too in driving her points home. Knowing your numbers is absolutely critical. And if you had a chance to listen to this entire interview with Danae Wolf, you would see so many reasons why you'd want to hire her too. So make sure you check her out at thechickcfo.com which is listed in the podcast notes. But as far as this podcast goes, I had to cut you off at 18 minutes because I didn't think you could handle the entire 95 minutes of this expert call. If you want to hear the whole thing, you're going to have to join the Smart Cleaning Tribe. And if that interests you, make sure to go over to the Smart Cleaning School website, click on the tribe and apply. So thank you again for checking out this episode and learning how to win with money with Denise Wolf. Have a great day. 
Thank you for listening to Smart Cleaning School. Class is dismissed.